0: You are listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We got some stuff to go over in Bachelor World, some reality shows to go over, and then I'm going to talk a little sports. I know I always tease that, and I want to get to it, but we're definitely getting to it today. So we're going to talk a little Tom Brady, little concussions in the NFL, and then maybe even get into some baseball playoffs. But we will get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different supplements and pills to put in your body to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash reality steve and i will repeat this until i'm blue in the face if you forget these codes or if you get promo codes and stuff like that all you got to do is go to the episode description in whatever podcast form you listen to most of you listen on apple podcasts i've seen the number i think it's about 86 percent of you listen on apple podcasts just go to the episode description all you have to do is touch the advertiser it has it's highlighted you touch it it brings you right to the landing page for all these whether it's Athletic Greens or or Dame Products, anything like that, um, First Leaf Wines, you just go to those pages. You, it'll bring you right to it if you click on the link on the episode description, mostly in Apple Podcasts, but it's also on Spotify as well and other podcast forums. All right. Um, in a couple hours, I'll be releasing the Thursday podcast. No guests this week. Um we, I, I kind of had somebody, but it's not like they canceled on me, but they said they had to push it back. And I was like, okay. And then I was just in a very hard place to get somebody to cover so last minute. So I just decided to do your reader emails. And you know the biggest thing is in the podcast, in a couple hours that goes up, should be up by about 9 a.m. Central Time, which is 10 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Mountain. And 7 a.m. Pacific, um, you will be able to hear me tell you the real story of behind the scenes of the Sally Carson Bachelor in Paradise fiasco that they made a reenactment of on Monday night. I know the full story, and I know you're going to say, like, well, isn't that kind of one-sided? Aren't you telling it from a, a side that is from, obviously, the contestant side? Well, yeah. (laughs) it is coming uh, from that side for sure. There's no denying that. However, do you know what the other side is production? And when is any producer in the history of the show ever did an interview where they talked about what their job is and what they do behind the scenes to these contestants? It's never happened and it never will happen because these people would get blackballed from the industry if they ever did an interview like that and actually revealed stuff. So Unless somebody does it on the way out the door and has a career change, you're never going to hear production. So you're going to have to listen to the podcast and then make your own determination. Do you believe me and the sources that I have, or are you going to believe the production and the producers of this show? I think I know the answer to that, but like I said, the reenactment was kind of a joke because... And you'll hear me go into more detail, but I mentioned it yesterday. I'll mention it again today. The actual format of that reenactment that they did with Wells and I think another producer that was the other actor in that skit, everything that they did actually happened. But when you got into the details of what they said, that's where it was a bunch of lies and exaggerations. Like a producer did go to South Carolina to get Sally to bring her to Mexico, A producer did drive Sally to her ex-boyfriend's house. Did they put her in the trunk for four hours? Come on. A producer did go to the airport with Sally. Sally did get a phone call at the airport. Sally did show up in Mexico. A producer did have her suitcase. All this stuff. I tell you exactly what went down. And like I said, you're not going to hear the other side. There's not going to be anybody that comes out and disputes that because the only people that can dispute it are the show. And they're certainly not going to do it. And the producer involved who I'm aware of which producer it was, there's no need to name them, but they're not going to come out and say something like, no, that never happened. Reality Steve is wrong. They're not going to admit that they can't, they're never going to, they don't do that. They don't allow their producers to ever do an interview. Cause if they did, those producers would get exposed or I'm talking about a real interview. I mean, if they went on with, I don't know, somebody who kisses ass on all their podcasts, then yeah, a producer would probably just feed them what they want to hear. But you get a producer on an actual podcast that's not, I don't know, Bachelor-affiliated or an ass-kissing podcast, you would get the questions that everybody wants to know the answers to, like... What do you do behind the scenes? How do you get stuff out of contestants? Have you ever said this to a contestant? Have you ever done this to a contestant? Have you ever withheld sleep from a contestant? Have you ever withheld food from a contestant to get them to say, like, even if you got a producer on and ask them those questions, they're not going to answer honestly. They're just not <laughs> because they'd be giving away the show secrets. But that's what's great about people who have a platform who don't have to worry about you know, getting blackballed in the industry. It's the same, you know, shows I always talk about. Myself, Dave Neal, Game of Roses, She's All Batch. We're not getting paid by the show. We're not getting paid by NZK Productions. But we have plenty of information, all of us. We've all heard the same things. We share stories. We hear these things. And when you hear it from people that were directly on certain seasons and they tell you things... You know, then you've got the other side, you've got your um, bachelor happy hours, your clickbaits, you know, the Brian and Mike show that I'm blanking on the title of their show, the Nick Viles that, you know, will always side with production and blame contestants. You know, look, I've never said you can't blame a contestant for something they said or did on the show. Like, you still said it and you still did it. However, each situation is different. I will say that. Every situation is different. So you can't just put it all under one umbrella. But this Sally situation is a clear just, let's throw her under the bus and run her over five or six times because none of that happened. And um, you'll hear that coming up in podcast number 307 where it's just me doing reader emails. But the first reader email that I read is in regards to Sally. And I tell the whole Sally story. It's about 10 minutes long. Bachelor Zach, um, Rose sermon. Number three was last night. Obviously. I don't know anything about eliminations just yet. Um, I didn't bring it up yesterday in the daily roundup, so I'll bring it up now. And you saw the tweet that Alyssa Jacobs, Ali Jacobs. I don't know how she's, what name she's going by on the show, but she had the one-on-one date on Wednesday. Or excuse me, on Tuesday in Santa Barbara. And it was a it was a wine tasting date, plus they had brought out a hot tub in the middle of a vineyard, and they obviously had a hot tub experience. And you know, Allie, I'm assuming, got a rose, and obviously is now somebody that people will keep an eye on. But what's weird is They've had three group dates. In in episode two, after the first night, they did two group dates and one one one-on-one. And for those two group dates, I know who was on every date. And then for the third episode, they did two one-on-ones and a group date. I know who was on the group date, the football group date, on Monday. And then obviously we know Allie was in this one. And there are a couple people that haven't been on any date that I have of the ones that I have. The only two dates that I don't know who were on were the one-on-one in episode two and the first one-on-one in episode three. And there's some people that haven't been on any date. So they're either got cut the first night, got cut pre-show or I guess it's possible they had one of the one-on-ones and had a week of no dates. That's a possibility too. So just trying to figure all that stuff out, but to have all your group date participants for all three group dates. So that's kind of helped me figure out some things. And then did you see my note on Tuesday night in regards to baseball and The Bachelor intersecting? So Aaron Judge of the Yankees obviously hit a 60-second home run in Texas against the Rangers on Tuesday night. The guy who caught the ball, his name is Corey Yeomans. He is married to Bree Amaranthus, who was a first-night eliminatee on Ari Leindyke's season of The Bachelor. She is a former podcast guest. She is somebody that I have become acquaintances with over the years because she is doing media out here in Dallas. Now, her and Corey moved to Dallas, I believe, I want to say two or three years ago. I could be off, but they were always up in the Pacific Northwest. They have moved to Dallas. She is doing reporting for Cowboys, Mavericks. I've seen her at Mavericks games. We'll meet up when I see her there. We'll just you know say hi to each other. And then watching her Instagram stories on Tuesday night, she does a story on the ball and Corey caught it and just crazy auctioneer. People are already saying that ball is going to go starting price for that ball is going to be $2 million. So, I mean, you know, when it comes to memorabilia, stuff like that, I've never been a memorabilia guy, so I don't care. But obviously, if $2 million is on the line and I can sell it for $2 million, I probably will. I probably would. I can't imagine that Corey's not going to sell that thing because if Aaron Judge wants the ball he can pay whoever he wants. He's made a lot of money so far and is well, I say a lot. <laughs> he's going to be making a ton of money this offseason cuz he's a free agent. He's probably going to sign a 450 to 500 million dollar contract. If he really wants his ball, he'll just go buy it from the auction. That that buy it from Corey. Like it's going to cost him, you know, they'll probably ask for a couple million as well. But <laughs> or they might give it to him. I don't know. But does it really matter when you're gonna sign literally probably a five hundred million dollar contract this offseason? If he wants the ball, he can get it. Um I gotta believe though, as a, you know, just a civilian that Corey and Bree are, who wouldn't want a nice little probably two million dollar you know, bonus for just catching a baseball? You know? I, I get it that some people are like, Oh, you should give him the ball, but come on. Every single one of you would probably sell that ball. So on Survivor last night. So three people get to go away. Like, you know, at the end of the uh, immunity challenge and reward challenge, each tribe had to send somebody away from another tribe and the three of them had that whole risk-reward island thing. And this goes to show, I watch every episode of Survivor, yet my memory sucks so bad because we've already had this once. It already happened once earlier this season when three people had to go and do that risk-reward thing. And I couldn't for the life of me tell you who the three were. I know Gabler was one of them. And that was the only one I remember. I'd really have to sit and think and look at the faces and I'd probably still get it wrong. So that's what I mean. Like we've already seen this done this season and I still don't even remember what three. And then, you know, those three get separated. They're like, Oh, if we ever make the merge, we're, we're a tight three. It's just like, it's just so funny. The three of them said it last night and who knows if they're going to, it was, uh, it was Owen. It was Noel and oh, I forgot the other girl. I forgot the other guy's name that went. But yeah, already forgot. So that's what I mean. But another good episode. And you know, once we get to the merge, that's when things usually start picking up. Right after that was the Love Boat, and I gotta say, I watched the first five minutes. I thought maybe we'd get cameos from Gopher and Doc and Isaac from the original Love Boat. And apologies if one of them has deceased. I have no idea if one of them has passed. So if they are, my apologies for not looking that up beforehand. But it basically looks like Love Island on a boat because it's just people coupling up and new singles coming in. that's what it looks like to me. That's the gist that I get. But I did not watch the full episode just yet. Another thing that I didn't watch last night was, I guess, the... I don't know what episode this is of the Kardashians' new season on Hulu. I think it's number season two or season three. Here's how you know the Kardashians dominate the absolute world of pop culture. So usually, most entertainment sites, especially when it comes to the Kardashians, will have a recapper, and they'll recap the episode. Yet, as of right now, 1118 Central Time, Wednesday night, I'm looking at Us Weekly's homepage, and the first four stories down the left-hand column that says latest news are all Kardashian-related, but they all happened in the episode that aired last night. So instead of someone just writing a recap and saying, you know, Kardashian's recap and giving a, you know, a headline of, you know, something that happened in the episode, we literally have four different headlines. Here is what they are. Party. Kris Jenner spent over $700 on weed gummies amid hip issues. That's the first story. Headline. The second story. Headline. Kanye texted Kim he'd rather go to jail than wear her orange Prada jumpsuit. Third story. Headline. Kim Kardashian acknowledges all of the hot girls Pete dated before her. Fourth headline. Courtney Kardashian reveals weight is, quote, so into her, quote, thicker body. But then when you click the stories, which I did, within the first paragraph it says, On tonight's episode of The Kardashians, which airs Thursday, October sixth. And I'm like, wait a second, it's still the fifth where I am. Do those do those, do those episodes go up at midnight Eastern? I I, I certainly don't even know how these Well, clearly they got advanced copies or whatever, screeners. But I mean they don't waste any time. They're literally up at at 1130, I don't even know if it's on out here yet. It's been released out here yet because it says, like just when I click on the uh, Chris Jenner spent over 700 on weed gummies amid hip issues, it says, uh I sleep in pain and it seems to get worse and worse and worse, the matriarch said in a confessional during Thursday, October 6th episode of the Kardashians. Well, it's still October 5th where I am. And right now, it's so there's only one time zone that ha- is that it's October 6th in terms of in the United States. So, I don't know. I'm totally, but see what I mean? They couldn't just have a Kardashian recapper. They literally have, they took four different things that happened in that episode and made four different headlines of it. Because why? Because they're the Kardashians and people eat that shit up. That's crazy to me. I have ne- I've never seen that many headlines coming from that. All right. I got some sports related stuff. The first sports thing that I have. Oh, please don't tell me I deleted that email. Oh, no. Did I? Mm. Crap. I deleted the email. However, I did screenshot it and send it to my friends. So, <laughs> let me pull up my phone real quick. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Uh... All right. Boy, my friends had a lot of... Oh, here it is. So... I got an email. I get email stuff from all the time from like PR agencies that are just like promoting something and whatnot. And this one was from Bovada, which is an online gaming gambling site with the news that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are heading for a divorce leading online sports book. Bovada has released some odds on who the two A-listers will be dating next included below for you to use freely in your coverage. Don't mind if I do. So they have the odds for who Tom Brady will date next. The lowest odds, Alessandra Ambrosio. She's a Victoria's Secret model, right? Plus eight hundred. Meaning, if you bet a hundred, that that's the next woman he dates. If you put a hundred dollars down, and that's the next woman he dates, you get eight hundred back. Well, you get nine hundred back. You get your hundred back plus eight hundred. Kendall Jenner plus one thousand. Isn't she with? Devin Booker still? That's not happening, so I wouldn't bet that. Candace Swainpool, plus a thousand. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Um, Taylor Swift's been in a five-year relationship. She's plus twelve hundred. Another just horrible bet. Kim Kardashian. I mean, come on. Kim Kardashian, plus sixteen hundred. I don't think Tom is gonna date Kim Kardashian. Gigi Hadid, isn't she dating Leo now? She's plus sixteen hundred. Taylor Hill, no idea who that is. Adriana Lima, I know that's a, a model. Lindsey Vaughn, plus 2,500. Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, plus 2,500. Jennifer Aniston, plus 2,500. Ariana Grande, plus 2,500. Those are the people listed that Tom Brady will date next. And, of course, they had to do Giselle, too. So who's the frontrunner to date Giselle next, according to Bavada? Bradley Cooper, plus 800. Brad Pitt, plus 1,200. Leo plus 1,600. Michael B. Jordan, plus 1,600. Sergey Brin. Who the fuck is that? No idea. Lewis Hamilton. I know he's the F1 racer. Isn't he with Nicole Scherzinger? Scherzinger? Yeah. Or they were. Maybe they've broken up. Zac Efron. <laughs> John Boyega. Finn from Star Wars is going to date Giselle Giselle Bündchen. Okay. Okay. Drake plus 2,000, Riz Ahmed plus 2,000, Harry Styles plus 2,500, Cristiano Ronaldo plus 2,500. So there's your odds for who those people are dating next. Probably none of those people are going to be the the right answer, to be honest with you. Um, I wanted to end with this topic because I brought it up earlier in the week, but then I didn't follow up on it, and that's the news came out, I think on Monday or Tuesday, the Miami Dolphins announced that Tua Tagovailoa will, Tagovailoa, good God, Steve, I hope you can speak. Tua Tagovailoa will be out this week. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Out this week, not only should he have not played in last Thursday's game, he shouldn't even have played in the second half of the game four days earlier against the Bills when he literally banged his head on the, Grass got up and fell down twice and they called it a back injury. Like and they've already fired the independent doctor who let him back on the field that Sunday, but my guess is Tua is going to be out about a month because the Dolphins are going to be under so much heat, especially after that hit he took last Thursday night where his hands froze. That was not a good look at all. And yet, here's the Dolphins saying four days earlier, even though it was clear to every single person who owned a television set that Tua had a concussion, he had every single symptom that we saw just in watching him get up, stumble, fall down, get up, shake his head. That wasn't a back injury. We're not stupid. Somebody at the Dolphins, outside of this independent doctor that has already been fired, somebody at the Dolphins is getting fired for allowing him back on the field four days later. Hell, like I said, allowing him back on the field in the second half of that game was a joke. So then he gets another concussion this past Thursday. He's in concussion protocol. Two concussions in a span of four days? He ain't coming back anytime soon. I really don't think so. So, I just, I mean, the NFL has got to do something. And they've already done some sort of change where now, because they know they totally screwed that one up they have basically said if you show signs like a stumbling or literally falling down you are not allowed to come back in the game but yet this past weekend Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end Cameron Brait got hit really hard went to the sideline clearly had the effects of a concussion and went right back in now he didn't play the he ended he didn't end up playing the rest of the second half but he did go back in the game after getting hit and it just they're really they're really dropping the ball on all of this like it's the number one sport in the world every year if you look at the top most watched television shows the top 75 of them are football games it dominates american television like nfl is king but they keep going down this road they're going to find themselves in some serious lawsuits and I think it's going to start turning fans away. I don't know when. It might be five years. It might be 10 years. It might be 15 years down the line that we find out that all these concussions are having. I mean, we've already seen it from some of the older players. People are dying, committing suicide because of head trauma. And it's just it's, it's scary to watch. And then you see Tua laying on the ground with his hands frozen in front of his face. You're just like, okay. Somebody at the Dolphins is going to pay for this, you know. So that's my take on the concussions and how the NFL is handling it. Short answer, not well. So like I said, in a couple hours, your Thursday podcast will be up. It's reader emails, and in that we will include the very first email I read is in regards to what the real behind-the-scenes story is about Sally Carson and what happened on her venture on to Bachelor in Paradise. You don't want to miss that. So that'll be up in a couple hours. Thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. See you in a couple hours and I'll be back with the Daily Roundup tomorrow. See ya!